We've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it, but tomorrow it is happening. We have our webinar kicking off tomorrow. We've restarted our webinar series. If you haven't had a chance to register, I want you to click below and I want you to register today. We are going to be doing everything it takes to help you get your website to convert clicks into patients. You're going to want to be on this webinar. We'll have a replay. You'll get the information later, but there's nothing like being there live. So I want to encourage you to register now and we'll see you there. All right. Welcome back. You're listening to Walk-Ins. Welcome. It's the podcast all about helping patient care businesses triple their revenue through digital marketing services, exceptional patient experience. I'm Nick Hord, your host. I've got Michael Ray, your other host, and we're glad to have you today. Absolutely. And it's so, I, I think we should give ourselves a pat on the back. I'll do it. You pat on. Go. That was awkward. Okay, there you okay, go. All right, let's go to YouTube and watch that awkwardness <laughs> happening right now. But no, so I think we should give ourselves a pat on the back. Okay. We actually have been recording over 50 episodes in a year. We've right. literally been keeping up with our once a week episodes. Uh, consistency, predictability, stability, profitability. And we've made some money off this podcast now. <laughs> and I'm not going to apologize for that. No, not at all. We love doing it. It's yep. not about that, but that's just a byproduct of, I mean, of y'all being awesome and responding to what you're hearing. Well, and that, and that's, you know, we're in the business to make money just like everybody else. Right. But in the podcast is that we're giving away information, helping people out. And then if we by chance get a client out of it, that's cool too. I, and I'm going to throw this out here. Okay. We have today one of our clients that are opening up for the first time that heard us on this podcast. Yes. I'm not going to give their name because they didn't give us permission to do that. But right. If you're listening, there's guys, a grand opening today happening right now. Congratulations. We are proud of you. We're excited for you. We're glad to be a piece and a part of that. Uh, you guys have crushed it on the branding, the website, all of it. And we're just excited to be a part I, of it. I thought Congratulations. Even this morning on, on Slack, I saw Hannah saying, hey, I'm switching the ads over from opening soon to now open. That's what we do, baby. And we've been talking to them. I mean, honestly, we've been talking to them for about two or three months. That's right. Uh, so it's been a big, you know, a lot of si stuff to do on their side, stuff on our side. But it all started today. And it's awesome. Yeah, I I, it. And I hope on Monday we hear from them and say, hey, it was a great first day. Now, that that is not our first launch no, of an urgent care. It's not. But I have to admit, it's one of the better ones that we've done. All around. I think yeah. not even from our just our side, but from, yeah, from theirs. From I mean. theirs and everything. They were ready. They were ready. And they, they've had their experiences with us, too. So, like, they kind of knew how it went. Right. So it wasn't their first rodeo. But, yeah, congrats out there. You know who you are, but uh, we're excited for you, and we can't wait when you start giving that, that testimony. And chances are we may have you on this podcast to talk about it. That is the goal. Yep. Yep, we'll, we'll make that happen more sooner or later. But y'all know that we drop an episode every single Wednesday to bring the best value that we can bring. This is episode, by my calculation, Michael Ray, this is number 50. Okay. Okay. So I keep I, talking about 50, but I guess we finally well, hit it. We're, we're almost there. We're almost there. Here we are, baby. We are at number five zero. And I thought, why not go to the roots? Even before we were in marketing, even before we had chosen to serve this field, there were the four P's of marketing for healthcare that existed before we were ever a thing. You know, when, when you pulled this information up, I, I had a flashback. So my very first marketing class at UAB, so that would have been... 2010. Okay. This was the first subject we talked about. And that's something? The four P's of marketing. Yeah. And it hasn't changed. Because I remember, uh, what was, huh, she had the best last name, Dr. Beetlespacher. Um, spell that. I don't know. 
She okay. was amazing. Uh, okay. And then she got married, and it changed when she got married. So now it's like Smith. Whatever, right? <laughs> she was cool. Loved her to death. Um, but her biggest thing was marking's not evil. No. Because a lot of people think that. Anyway, and so we go into the four piece of marketing. And this, no matter how you cut it, what industry you're on, it's still the same idea. Right. Because if you can't get these right, it doesn't matter. And we will even talk about how the, the fourth P, which is promotion, if you can't get the other ones right, the promotion just makes it worse. doesn't even matter. One of my favorite quotes is from uh, Dave Ramsey and the Entree Leadership Team. I hear him talk about it. He may have gotten it from someone else, but a, a great marketing campaign will help a bad business model fail faster. Yeah, or a ton of revenue Which can help is, a business model fail faster. It is these things right here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so like, th this is the business model. Here's the promotion. Yeah, and that kind of – and that even goes back to if you get too much business, you'll fail faster. Tell me about it. <laughs> so it's true, though, because, like – I feel like we've experienced that. You, your, your foundation gets tested. That's right. And then when it – it's just like anything. When you have so much weight on it, if, if it's not done right, it's just going to all fall in. And that's a real thing. But, yeah, talking about the four P's of marketing here, I mean, just to kind of top level talk what they are. So you have price, placement or place, you know, depending on what industry you're in, product, and promotion. That's it. Those are the four. So let's talk about price first because healthcare is synonymous with ridiculous amounts of money going out the door. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they there's a, the insurance part that they sometimes can't control. That's they right. can influence it. But sometimes it's just whatever the insurance company says. That's right. Uh, but there's also the flip side of that. We we had had somebody that was a software producer on a few episodes. Yeah, ago, yeah. They were talking about partnering with uh, hospitals um, to reduce their costs on, like, medical supplies and mm -hmm. stuff it, because they're charging whatever they want. There's no regulation on it, right? And so here you are as a practice manager or a doctor or whatever trying to set your pricing um, and it's kind of like, it doesn't matter what I charge. I'm going to get reimbursed based on what the medical, the, the insurance is going to pay me. Yeah. And right? it's already pre-negotiated. But the reason I bring up price is for a very specific set of parameters that a lot of at least urgent cares offer, um, definitely massage therapists, chiropractors, dentists, and all that. Mm -hmm. And that is the ancillary services that you offer that are not covered under insurance. Yeah. So doing your research and getting the pricing right on those based on the level of service that you're providing, we'll talk about that in a minute, but getting that priced correctly to sell is going to be a critical component to the success of you making money. The insurance is going to pay you what they're going to pay you, but are you upselling is a word that's not like, are you giving them options to do more business with you? And, and, how are you and I'd say this too, I, I think upselling could have a negative connotation to it yeah that's not what i really mean but but but, but the reality is uh it's not upsell it's finding the right service for your patient because they may not be aware of a, an additional service that could say like uh client or patient you need this x-ray by the way we do x do x-rays you don't have to go to another party pay an extra copay we can do it right here for the same price or less and it's more convenient for you right so, well, I mean, there's also the dental side of that, mm -hmm. where you go in, you're gonna you're gonna be there twice a year if you're using your insurance, right? Um, but are you so self conscious about your teeth color? Yeah. Hey, we offer whitening. You can take it home with you. It's, it's this yeah, price. It's you, not a pot. You have to train your mind and your staff that this is a helpful item to the patient, not a let's make more money off the patient. So let, let's try this in a different way, Michael. I'm going to use dentists because I just brought that up. But we could use healthcare, urgent care. We could use anything. Mm -hmm. 
Michael, you're sitting in my chair. I'm cleaning your teeth. Hey, what are you most self-conscious about with your smile? It's always the color, right? Isn't that I'm just saying like that. You're not trying to upsell them or anything. You're asking them a question. Mm -hmm. Hey, what are you most self-conscious about right now? Mm -hmm. Well, let's just say that you're sitting in an urgent care room and you're getting something fixed. Hey, what is your biggest health concern right now? Or <laughs> this is funny. Um, shot a lot of weddings in the past and I always knew the ones that were ashamed with their teeth, right. they would never smile with them. Yeah. They smile with their, all, with the, all just their, their whole mouth. mouth and no teeth. And they, and they wouldn't, and I would try to get them to laugh and they wouldn't do it because like, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, and that's, uh, y'all got to go to YouTube and watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Are we promoting our video podcast right yeah, now? I think might we be. be, we might yeah. be inadvertently, <laughs> but, but I mean, look at any different patient care industry the chiropractor, whatever, right? So, I mean, what, what I'm, I'm in a chiropractor's office, for example, and, and I'm getting my back cracked or whatever. And they just ask a better question. Hey, what are some other areas that you're dealing with? Hey, you know, we could offer you acupuncture. Yep. Right. Or we can offer you uh, some essential oils because I know that happens in chiropractors and wellness offices. Mm -hmm. Um massage right we we have a salt room it's only this amount of money for you to go into the salt room and get yep. some of those things those pores cleansed out you're in an urgent care hey you know what we can i don't know if you know this but we can do your your well visits for your kids yeah or let's go and get some immunizations in place you know just right. let's just take care of it. it same thing with vets hey since your dog's already in here we want to go ahead because like, this always happens since your dog's in here, let's go and get their annuals caught up. Right. And it's just part of it. And we're like, okay. Well, we're bleeding over into product right now, which is number three on our list. And I'm yep. fine with that. But the whole point is like all these other services that you do offer, you have to price it in such a way that they're going to say yes to you. Right. Mm -hmm. But it needs to be priced in such a way that is profitable to you as well. Well, and that's the thing too. So you have to remember price involves expenses and profit. Correct. Like if, so you have your price at the top, a dollar. Right. If 50 cents is expenses, then the rest could be profit. Correct. So how do you make that? What's an acceptable number? And a lot of people say, oh, we charge 300% more than what it costs us. Okay, that's just. Which that. is why healthcare costs different in California than it does here in Birmingham. Alabama, right. Right. So, well, yeah. and, then you, and then you have to you know, be conscious. Like is, yes, that. I'm just going to use numbers here. That syringe costs the, comp, the doctor's office a dollar right but then you have to think, think how long did it take the nurse to use it then you have like how many staff were involved with that patient so that that's where you have to start really pricing because you can get yourself in a pickle really quick if you price it wrong um and then also talking about talking about your competitors and stuff secret shopping is not necessarily a bad thing you ever do ever seen secret shopping oh absolutely yeah there's like a whole organization for that yeah so like having a, a secret or not if you don't want to call it that have a family member go to your competitor to get a service done and just make notes of what they're up to because there's nothing wrong with that. I actually want to get better, not beat them down. No. And like whenever we lose to a competitor on whatever, like on a bid or whatnot, we want to learn from what did they do better? Yeah. How what, can we be better? What is it about them that was attractive? That was better than us. Right. Um, I, I think even your church with the, the Grow Network, don't they have a dedicated secret shopper for each Grow Church? I'm sure they do, but I don't really know that. Yeah. So I, I, I really don't peek behind the curtain. I have. <laughs> yeah. I've done some work for them at some point. But yeah. But yeah, they have a secret shopper. So if you're a grow church, they 
actually have somebody that will go to you as a church and make note of all the things you're doing and send back a report saying you need this. This was my experiences. You may want to work on these things. Right. And it's just to make things better. I would even say have somebody secret shop yourself. Right. Like don't tell your staff, send somebody in and let them document like what happened. And then that can help work on training your people. That's completely unrelated to this, but it just came to mind. It's a great idea, and you'll never do it unless you understand why you are doing it. Yeah. Okay, but that's another topic. Placement, place. Where are you located? Location, location, location. Right? Yeah. If people can't see you, the price doesn't matter. If people can't get to you, the price doesn't matter. If you're not convenient to them, hey, listen, newsflash, you're retail healthcare. Because that's who we're talking to. Like, we're not a hospital podcast. That's not who we're talking to. We're talking to retail medical professionals. Well, guess what? <coughs> retail is convenient. Yeah. 15 minutes or less. Let's see if that can happen. That's it. Even when we're building out our uh, opportunities uh, for people that we work with, we build it out in 15 mile radiuses. Mm-hmm. We build it out of convenience, right? Now, the thing is, you have competitors in that 15 mile radius and we'll beat the pants off of them. That's not the point though. Like that, we're not looking at an entire you know, state. We're looking at a 15 mile radius. So yep. where you put your location makes a difference. It matters. We have, I was telling you about this earlier before we started the podcast um, and close to my neighborhood on the exit that I get off to go home. Um, I didn't even know it was there until well after I moved there, but there, there's an urgent care that I've never seen, had no idea it was there. There's never a car in the parking lot. And it's because it's behind a grocery store. Ooh. It's behind the Publix there. Oh, like I had no idea. I did not know that either. Yeah, because you can't see it. Now I've ne- I've never been marketed to, but that's beside the point. You know, and that's something too. You're talking about never see a card there. I've act, I've seen this trick done to if you're a brand new company, and you're trying to get people in, an empty parking lot is the biggest turnoff ever. Park every one of your staff out in the front. It's, it sounds like don't take the very front parking spots because you want some convenience for your potential patients but yeah fill up that parking lot where it looks full just because i i'm not i'm gonna drive by a store and there's not a soul in the parking lot i'm gonna assume it's closed right and keep going just nine times out of ten right so that's just a small thing there but talk about placement though so if you're like well i don't know where to put my store or where i need to go don't you don't have to do the research yourself look at at these all right, here's the best one. So like Aldi, right? Yeah. So Aldi will not put a store on a road that gets less than 30,000 cars a day. Right. If you can put yourself beside an Aldi, that means at least 30,000 cars a day see you. So smart. It's simple. So Hibbets, there's another good one. So Hibbets, uh, for those that don't know, Hibbets is a sports, what do you call them, like a sports athletic store. I mean, they sell sports stuff. Yeah. Anyway, they're kind of like an academy, but more focused on team sports. Right. Anyway, you know what their model is? What's that? Put a Hibbets beside a Walmart. Okay. Well, that makes total sense. You know why? Because Walmart doesn't carry team sports stuff, but that same family can go to Hibbets and they can supply that for them. Love it. It's, but they don't have to do the research. If a Walmart pops up and it's successful, you know, the little mini stores beside a Walmart, mm-hmm. there's a Hibbets in there nine times out of ten. Genius. It's that, and that's a big company, and they didn't have to spend millions of dollars on market research. They let the bigger companies already tell them. They've already done it. Mm-hmm. So placement matters. Putting your, uh, putting your practice in, in the way of people. Like they need to kind of trip over your business to get to where they're going. 
right, and, we, and, and it's okay to be a little, uh, what do you call it? Just in people's face. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I'll get up in your face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Products we've talked about this, this really, we were talking about price, but it trickled over in a product. And this is like, you have products that people want. I, I love it. I, I used to work in radio, Michael, and I had a, <laughs> I had a, uh, radio host that, that said, just find out what the people are buying and sell it to them. It sounds simple. It does. I get that. But in your space, find out what people are buying and sell it to them. What's the hot item? Yeah. I mean, what are the, uh, we talked about teeth whitening, right? Mm -hmm. That went from teeth whitening to take at home teeth whitening, which is now transitioned into like over the counter stuff. Right. And I get that. But what is it in, you know, the urgent care space? What are they buying that you can get? I walked into, uh, I want to say it was an American Family Care, something like that. Do you know that they have their pharmacy right inside? Oh, that you save? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just created, like, they found out what people are buying. Well, why would I send them from our location yep. to a Walgreens Publix? And why can't I just capture that? That was, I mean, they asked that question. Not everybody can do that. But they figured out, hey, people are buying that. Why don't we just supply it? I, I, I know there's regulations around this, but I, sure. I really don't understand why I can't go into a doctor's office and before I leave, they hand me the prescription they want me to have. Right. And you that you say pharmacy is that concept where technically you leave the doctor's office, that part of that lobby, and you walk just over. Hand it to them. And you just walk over and hand it to them. That's right. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like at the same time, why can't we just have that as an option where – now you can choose today to use us and just check right here and then we'll hand it to you and you check out. Right. I mean, that's just a convenience at that point. Like, and there's even a company says, I'm talking about convenience. Um, there's another pharmacy. This is a becoming a thing, but there's a pharmacy here locally in the state of Alabama. They do pill packing. Pill packing is amazing. Is that where they like pre-wrap them for you? They pre-wrap them yeah. in a box. I've seen that in vitamins. Yeah. So they yeah. do that for all their prescriptions which is amazing, especially if you have like five or six prescriptions, instead of using that Sunday through Saturday mm -hmm. pill box, it's a physical paper cardboard it's box. It's a rip and tear, right? Rip, tear, yeah. take them, and, and they're dated, no cost. Glorious. It's just part of the prescription. Man, but, that's so good. And it's a safety thing, really. Right. So, Can anyway. you offer that? Right. Ask yourself that. Can you offer that? Uh, and then another one, re uh, not recently, so five or six years ago, I had, talking about people that are wanting stuff. I, it was like five or six years ago, I had worked with a company and they were introducing this brand new concept called cool sculpting. Yeah, yeah, I know all about that. And now cool sculpting is the standard. Yeah, it's the standard now. So, what do they like ice the fat right off your body? Yeah, they literally <laughs> cryo-freeze it off your skin. <laughs> like, it's something for sure. But, um, but that kind of goes back to like there's trends in medical and that come and go, but then mm -hmm. there are some that stay forever. Cool sculpting might stay forever. Well, I mean, uh, Botox was the same thing, right? Botox was like, oh, wrinkles, and now it's the standard. Like you can't, if you go anywhere related to skins, Botox is an option. Not sure it. if you're aware of this, but some of the more premium dental practices offer Botox. That's interesting. They're in your mouth all the time. They're pulling the, the wrinkles out of your lips. Wow. Yeah. I guess that's a place you put it. I don't All know. right, Dennis, you, you all doing that? I'm kind of curious. Well, now. I mean, we you weren't here for that yet, Michael, but there was a dentist that I used to work with that they offered Botox. That's so fascinating. So I was like, okay, that's weird, but whatever. Find out what the people are selling and are buying and, and sell it to them. And, the, and where they were located in Birmingham over off of 280 made total sense. And I could say right now, uh, if, it, if it is something you can offer that creates more convenience, it's probably a good idea. Absolutely. 
All right, moving forward, product. All right. Well, I mean, that's what we've been. Oh, yeah, sorry, we're no, going to promotion. We're talking now. promotion. So, yeah, so this is where we live. Yeah, th- and this is I put a note here. This doesn't work if you can't get the first three right. Right. If anything, this will just make it worse. All right. So I want I want to talk to the urgent cares right now. There is a I think it's American Family Care. I'm not trying to call them out in a bad way. They advertise a lot, a lot. Yep. And promotion. How does it, how does a smaller urgent care, for example, break through the noise? Oh yeah. Right. What I guess what I'm trying to say here is you don't have to be the best. You have to be the loudest. Okay. Yep. So when you're talking about promotion. <laughs> Some people, I mean, we've run into this in the past. Well, I can't compete with those guys, so I'm just not going to do it. Heard that in a lot of different industries. Right? So that's, that's, not, that's not the right approach. The approach is to compete smart. Yeah, and, and right. like a sniper. Yeah. Like bigger companies, they're shotguns. That's right. They're just going and blowing. Let's keep moving. It, for you guys, like you're inside of a community, how do you target that community? We run into campaigns all the time where we're running its national campaigns. And a lot of people say, how can we compete with a $100,000 a month ad spend budget? Well, you can because they're not putting that hundred grand in the city that you're in. Correct. They're putting a, a part of it. Not That's very a broad much. brush. Super broad. But if you can, and, but every, every broad brush has its little parts that it misses, and that's where you can fill in the gaps. I love it. I was talking to somebody earlier today on a sales call, Michael. And he was trying to figure out, well, how am I going to compete with these budgets? And I was talking about quality score. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to go into Google Ads for just a second uh, and talk about, let's just say that you have a, a medical practice and you want to get on Google Ads, but you don't have a $100,000 a month budget, as you were talking about. And you got $2,000 or something like that. Yep. Write a better ad. Put it in front of the right person at the right time with the right landing page or putting pointing them in the right with direction. With the right offer. So Google only makes money whenever you click on their ad. So if you can get them to click on your ad over the million-dollar budget, you're going to win every time because Google only makes money when they click on your ad. Fun fact, we uh, have done this many times. Yeah. We even have two now two letters on our wall of <laughs> national firms asking us a negative keyword out their clients. You're beating us. Because we were beating them. We weren't even trying to beat them. We right. just so happened to write a better ad, and they didn't like how we were placing above them. That's happened twice now that we know of. Well, but, I, know, I know that our clients average 90% top of fold. And yeah. Essentially what that means is 90% of the time, our clients' ads are going to show first. Yep. Right? Um, okay. Well, I mean, you guys are missing 10%. Okay. So 10% of the time you guys are showing up. Right? Yeah. So like, you know what? Go pound sand, right? Well, and, and I look at it this way where, um, and to put that in the context, if we're showing up that often, that means we are maximizing that budget. We are. Like it's not showing up at the bottom. Mm-mm. It's not showing up on page three. It's page one top. But like it's super relevant and we're writing it for that location. Okay. So it's going to resonate really well. Right. The only problem that we would run into in that situation is just simply you ran out of money for the day. That's the thing, and right. then you know, and then you gotta be like we have we've had some clients where like hey, you're cla- you're tapping out at two p.m. and we know your type of patient or client or potential lead is showing up at six o'clock at night. Right. We need either more budget or adjust our timing. Right. I even had one guy I was talking to. He does uh, he did physical therapy, and I told him I was like. He's like, yeah, we've ran ads ourselves, but 
they do all right. I said, I, and he was describing his potential patients that did come through. I said, look, you're describing these people that are check that don't work and they're, they're just checking their stuff in the morning. Right. I bet you've only gotten, I said, I bet you only are getting older people that are retired. He's like, you're right. How'd you know? It's like, cause your ads are shutting up cause your uh, budget was too small. That's right. And he's like, Oh, like, right. It's just sometimes it's, sometimes it's that simple. Well, I mean, I know we're talking all Google ads at the moment, but it's it's as simple as turning it off during the times where you don't want to target people. It's funny. You, you brought up old people. And if you're an old person listening, we still love you. That's not don't take that personal. <laughs> um, but they only run old people ads in the middle of the day on television. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, like, they get your AP. Uh, what was it? ARP. What's that? AARP. AARP. There you go. Uh, or the uh, a few more years, and I'll be getting that magazine. <laughs> exactly, but that's there's a reason behind it. Or the the U.S. the general insurance guy and all, all this. I think there's all sorts of stuff. It's really funny. Yep. Um, but it's true. Like you're not gonna see those same ads run at night when you're prime timers, which are families. That's right. Because th- at that point, the the older person is now watching the news mm-hmm. or doing something else and by the way if you're trying to target old people that's a great time to run tv ads i just want you to know that. yeah from so, the, like 9 a.m to yeah, 1 p.m absolutely pretty and good timing it's, it's cheap and effective for that time frame Riding all right soap let's, operas. Put, let's put a bow on this thing i want to tell a quick story um tennessee beat alabama that's uh, the thing i want to start out with. let's let's right. let, wait <laughs> what what's the date let's be clear yeah what's uh, today it's october something or other 21st of, of 2022 2022 the first time Tennessee has beat Alabama Look, in just, since 2006. Can we just say that Tennessee beat Alabama and we can move on? The whole point I'm trying to make here, Michael, before you, take, <laughs> before you take the win away, is that we are in the state of Alabama. Alabama is known for the University of Alabama football coach Nick Saban. Yeah. Okay? Nick Saban is all about the basics and the fundamentals and getting those right. Yeah, and he's good at it. The four Ps of marketing and healthcare are the fundamentals of marketing. They're the basics, the right price, placing your location in the right spot, making sure that your product mix is what people are buying so that you can move things like move services off the shelf, if you will, air quotes, and then promoting it in the proper way. Listen, promotion, though, the way you advertise doesn't really change. It's the platforms you deliver that message on that changes. Yep. So this is foundational. This is fundamental. These are the basics. Well, and, and if you... And if you go back and look in history, like pull up an old newspaper from like the fifties and look at those ads, because that was the, the advertisement platform was radio and mm-hmm. newspaper. You look at the ads; it's the same thing. Hey, this weekend only a nickel off whatever <laughs> nickel, right? <laughs> Gosh, it's the same concept. Or offer sense of urgency. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, come in today, hamburgers for fifteen cents, mm-hmm. but get three for twenty five. You know. Something like that, and that hasn't changed at all. The Michael, num- we, when I was in college, we had 20-cent hamburgers at McDonald's on Wednesdays. Really? Yeah. Wow. Long, long time ago. Well, I was uh, – somebody <laughs> had posted a, a photo of a Taco Bell receipt from, like, 1999. Oh, it was, like, 2 bucks. It was $3.28 oh, or something, and it included, like, three tacos and a drink. I was like, Because mm. I – so there was something going around. So you'll spend $28 on Taco Bell. And if somebody had said that, and they're all like making fun of the guy for like, who can spend twenty eight dollars and talk about for yourself? And so, according to my family, there's three of us, one one being a toddler. It was twenty five dollars at Taco Bell. Close. <laughs> I was you like, well, got there. you know, more people, but wow, that's a lot of money for Taco Bell. 
So anyway, yeah. But Some expensive tacos, my brother. It was all right. I mean, but, they're crunchy. Yeah, they are. But cool. All right. Well, that was the four P's of marketing. I hope you guys, uh, I mean, this is foundational stuff. Like if you do a search on this, this is like marketing 101. If you right. walk into a class, this is in their curriculum every single time. So, Hey, we're excited that you're continuing to listen through 50 episodes of whatever's happening right now. We just want to let you know that we're excited to continue to produce content that we think you like. But if you don't, we need to know. We want to get better. We want to provide we better content. We want the best content for you that we can provide. Um, send us an email, hello at patientcaremarketingpros.com. Yep. Okay. And we also want your feedback through the former review. We don't do a whole lot of call to actions on this podcast because we genuinely want to just provide good content for you. But Michael, how can they leave us a review? Just go whatever platform you live on. So if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or even on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, uh, anything. Anytime you interact with our podcast, it helps us every single time. Absolutely. So we really encourage that. I mean, it could be as simple as great job or I wish that could have been better. I really don't care because it's just an interaction. So we want that. So... All right, we have more interviews coming up in the near future. Again, thank you for 50 episodes. We're proud to be uh, bringing this content to you each and every day on Wednesdays. Till then, Michael, we'll see you next week. See you. See you.